Hello everyone and welcome back to the Holy Girl Hotline with your host Bree and Sid. We're back. Woo, 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 woo. Happy Juneteenth. <gasps> yeah. It is Juneteenth. And this is the first time we're gonna record and upload same day. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's been crazy, y'all. I'm so sorry that we haven't uploaded the last two weeks. Um I was away um on vacation yeah so moving it up yeah so it was really fun but it was kind of (laughs) (laughs) it was fun but it was hard to record and plan and all that with that going on so my apologies but no it's not your fault because we tried we 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 oh yeah we tried to pre-record some episodes and when i was driving up to sid our car just stopped working yeah there was some external (laughs) things what yeah that was pretty bad it's okay though we're back and better than ever yeah um so yeah um i have a question a fun question okay we're starting off with a fun question today what is your favorite type of gum like brand that's a specific one. Because because I feel like brand? we talk about we talk about brands a lot. Like last time we talked about brands of water, so now right. brands of gum. Brands of gum. Um let me think. What is my favorite brand of gum? Do I even eat gum? Oh. I'm like because honestly, I love extra. Like Yeah, yeah. But I think it's because it's like a burst of flavor. Mm-hmm. And then it like dies down like as time goes. But like they're a little like really minty ones are really good yeah but when i was younger not like younger but like it kind of depends on the day Mm -hmm. but i used to really like like flavored like fruit fruity yeah flavored like tropical like trident gum okay trident yeah what about you i i'm I'm an extra girl but i like fruity like i like i love if you know me you know that i love watermelon gum like it is my favorite ew it's so good i don't know you it's so good like watermelon gum that feels that sounds so underwhelming no you say burst of flavor extra watermelon gum is is it what i'm thinking is it in that lime green and red pack or is yeah oh well let me hush that is some good gum right there so good that's some good gum it is so good and you know it's the way that my heart to my roommate if you're listening to this Thank you for all the watermelon gum you bought me throughout the year. That is actually hilarious. Whenever she went to the store, she would get me some watermelon gum. And she wanted to make you smile. I'm sorry? I said she wanted to make you smile. Yes, she got me watermelon gum, and it was it was awesome. <laughs> okay, that's all. Well, great start. Yes, okay, now we have another question. Oh, okay. This one is not from me. Yes. So we have a hotline. We wanted to start off with a hotline question mm-hmm. because uh, we didn't get to this one last time, but we really wanted to. Yes. Um, and we felt like this would be a great time to address this question for this episode. Yeah. So thank you so much for the question. Um, we wanted to use it. Since it is such a big topic, like a heavy topic, yeah. we wanted to just go ahead and use it as a segue into this episode. So you probably have an idea of what it is. Now. Yeah. Normally we'll do this at the end. Yeah. But this time we were like, ah the beginning yeah perfect okay okay so the question is how do you maintain a relationship with god with a boyfriend so yeah this episode's about dating yay isn't that the question of the hour like how do you maintain a relationship with god with a boyfriend that was literally me great i was like boyfriends are straight from satan Ooh, from the devil himself Hmm. but it's because no one told me how they go hand in hand like we were just talking about this like yeah the world is always the world has the loudest voice sometimes when it comes to talking about relationships and like dating mm, talk on it and so if all you see is the world's definition and it's not even like i'm not even talking about destructive type of things i mm-hmm. mean yeah i'm talking more so even about the couples who may have been married for like 50 years and never knew jesus right even that is still like not how god intended it and so when you are looking at something that god created through the world's broken lens it's always gonna look like a burden yep and that's why like i can say like i was definitely asking that same question of like how can i have both like, I don't think I can have both. I have to have one or the other because one is good 
and one is bad Mm -hmm. you know yes i completely agree i think do you want to talk about how you like how about actually no answer the question please what i was gonna ask you about the whole career yes having both that's literally what i was about to talk about so okay 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 so um i completely agree i feel like before college and before like i feel like my mental model on relationships was so dog water yeah like it was negative but also desired it was a weird dichotomy like yes it was negative and i wanted it to stay yeah 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 yeah. but like i always knew that i like i don't know my mom can tell you i'm a hopeless romantic and i always have been she is so like i always knew that i want like i always desired a relationship but also i had such high standards that nobody there were (laughs) i haven't had many experiences where somebody actually met those standards and so i think that made me have such a pessimistic view on relationships and kind of just like a view where it was something that i knew i wanted but it was something that was very very difficult which is true but i feel like before college my view on relationships was kind of like i need to just get everything done right before everything i want to do before before relationship or before marriage even right because like i need to get a career i need to i need to live my life and i i i recognize like now with a lot of reflection that i used to view marriage and like a relationship in general as a burden as something that would like hold you down from doing what you want to do when in reality i feel like liberates you yeah it's something that should like supplement your like make your life better and supplement your goals and your dreams like you find someone if it's the right person you find someone a partner who you can work towards your dreams and goals together and that's just such a beautiful thing like it's such a thing that like just makes your life makes your life easier and better like more enjoyable like it makes the path to getting to your goals more like you have something to do with it's your best friend like it's so fun and i don't know why but i think i think it's because like you said the world has the loudest voice yeah and so we always viewed relationships as this negative burdensome thing that it's like wait to get to do that because you want to live your life first when it's like in reality godly relationships like like, so much of the Bible talks about enjoying. They weren't talking about God when they said that. They no. were not talking about a godly relationship when they were saying that. No, like so much of the Bible talks about enjoying, like enjoy the wife, of, wife of your youth, like wife of. <laughs> enjoy the wife of your youth. What are you saying, Sid? I'm saying enjoy the, the wife Bible. of your youth. You have a wife in your youth, <laughs> guys. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm no, but for real, I really do think that. Like, I think that like you said the world's voice is so loud and it makes us view marriage and relationships as something something of a burden you know like something that can't be enjoyed while you're young and something that can't be like something that has to oppose your dreams and your goals when really those can move together and should move together oh yeah and i think i was telling you this Mm -hmm. that like i felt like you cannot have god and a boyfriend yeah like even if your goals are work or like school or like whatever like that's cool mm-hmm. but my thing that i feel like it couldn't mix with was god it was right. like it has to be i have to get everything god's called me to do done first mm-hmm. and then uh, i can you know relax yeah and that's like no not true at all like yeah god is the one who created relationships and if i want to please god with every part of me every right. aspect of my life then, like, why wouldn't my relationships be something that's on that list? Yeah, it's but, not good for man to be oh, alone. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. It just no, reminded me, like, in the garden, not. like, Adam had, God created Adam with a purpose, and of course, like, he wanted Adam to get all those things done, but he said that it's not good for man to be alone. Right. He tr- literally created a partner to, to support him and to move towards those things with him. So it's like, right. this idea that, like, the God. yeah i just thought about that god in relationship like doesn't have to be opposed and so to the girlie who asked this like i understand where that's coming from because we both have experienced that that mindset of kind of like the two things are competing but they're really not like god says it's not good for man to be alone he he created relationships he created marriage like marriage is an institution a covenant that god has like created so i think it's a beautiful thing and I, yeah. I think I desire it more and more as I get older because I realize the benefits of it. Oh, yeah. I opened my Bible because mm-hmm. I was like, 
I was thinking about literally what you just said. Yeah. And I was like, wait, what? in what order did God tell Adam to do what he was called to do? Like, so Genesis 2 is the man and woman in Eden. And that's when he made Eve. Mm-hmm. Then the Lord God said, it is not good for the man to be alone. I will make a helper who is just right for him. So the Lord God formed from the ground all the wild animals and all the birds of the sky. He brought them to the man to see what he would call them. And the man chose a name for each one. He gave names to all the livestock and all the birds of the sky and all the wild animals. But still, there was no helper just right for him. Mm. And it's like, that's so interesting. God, he had his relationship with God first. And mm-hmm. then he got his call, mm-hmm. and then he got his person to help fulfill Ooh, the call. Amen. Like, and that's how things the got order. done. Like, it yeah. wasn't everything's finished, and then you meet someone. It's like, no, while you're finishing what I've called you to do, like, it's already established that, like, you have a relationship with God, and, mm-hmm. like, God's talking to you. It's already established that he's told you what he wants you to do. Right. Now, you go out and do it, and I'll give you the people, mm-hmm. and in our case, like since we're talking about dating like a person person. to Mm -hmm. help you get those things done that's awesome that is wild and that's like literally like i feel like that's like our lives too that's so many people's stories though yeah yeah like you're like how many times do you hear that like someone's deep in their call they're like out on the missions field or like doing whatever and then all of a sudden yeah Yeah. it's like when they're not looking that's so good that's so so good i can learn so much like from oh Obviously, we can learn so much from the Bible, but that's blowing my mind right now. I think yeah. it's it's important to note, like you said, that like Adam had his purpose. He had his relationship with God, and he had his purpose. Like he knew who he was and what his purpose was before he met that person. Yeah, I think that's important to establish too, because if your purpose is seeking a person, then maybe and that's not the best way. That's not the best. And you know what? This mm-hmm. answers the question we got of like how do you maintain a relationship with like uh like how do you what is this how do you, how do you maintain a relationship with god with a boyfriend with god with a boyfriend mm-hmm. the first step is to know what god told you first yeah. like the first step is to be very clear have a very clear line of communication because once that's established then everything else will like flow from that yeah. point you know like so, your relationship with god will fuel your relationship with your boyfriend with your boyfriend yeah. yeah or yeah like who you're with it will it will like it won't be something that's supposed to be separate it'll yeah. be something that's supposed to be like they're supposed to be together because mm-hmm. in like and we're going to talk about this and like how there's no like dating specifically mentioned in the bible but like there's mm-hmm. courting and stuff like that and like you end up becoming one with this person. The end yeah. goal is to become one oh, with gosh. this person. Yeah. And so, of course, God wants to have a hand in this because you're his child. So who you're going to be with is also going to be like an extension of you. So mm. it's like, of course, like you have to have God with your in your relationships you because to. if you're going to become one but god isn't in between you guys and it's just gonna be slippery. a lot of mess a yeah lot, yeah real slippery i think also that one thing that like i would advise everyone to be careful of when looking for a relationship is like one like we said make sure you have a relationship with god Two, make sure you know your purpose and like you know yourself because that's what we see in genesis but also i think a danger is trying if you if your identity is not first rooted in christ you don't know who you are in Christ and you're going to look to that person to validate you. I think the danger also, because first we want to make sure like it says in Genesis that you have a relationship with God and two, that you know your purpose or at least you don't have to fully like be actualized in your purpose, but you know what God has put you here to do. Like, but then I think a third danger that we have to be mindful of, especially as girls, is to make sure that our identity is rooted in Christ before we get in a relationship so we're not looking for validation and identity from that person because that can also be very dangerous or desire okay guys so mid conversation my phone rang it was my brother hi brody that's not his name that's the broski but (laughs) yeah it was a duck call so if i don't edit out the duck call you know that it was my ringtone yeah and now we're gonna pick up where we left off Yes. Which I don't remember really. I was talking about just make sure, I think I finished, but it was 
make sure your identity is rooted before yes. you get in a relationship. Yes, okay, because I was thinking about how, um, like, when you said that, how mm-hmm. so many girls, like, it's so interesting. We have, like, these two different, like, sides of culture. One is, like, be a boss girl with no man and get it how you live it and business, yeah. business, business. Right. But then you have this other side of girls, like, women who want to, like, be wives mm-hmm. and like that's what we want to do like yeah. you're not married yet and it's yeah. like that type of culture too it's like oh you haven't found the person yet you're still dating mm-hmm. like when are you gonna settle down you know right. it's like that whole thing and people feeling insecure people feeling behind people feel behind because they want to be wives and like all these different things wives and like mothers because they want to have children right obviously not everyone's like that but it's very interesting how the two both apply and it's like whether you fall on the end of desiring to be somebody's wife Mm -hmm. remember that you're a daughter of christ first First. before you are somebody's wife yep and if you want to be a businesswoman with no man or whatever remember that your life is surrendered to god first and his plans before it's surrendered to your own expectation Mm -hmm. of how your life looks i know like that's a really good point because in ephesians it talks about submitting to the calling that god has for you it really is not yeah it really is not about our plans it's like if you're called to a life of singleness and that's what god wants for you okay you have to submit to that if you're some if you're called to a life of you know having a family and you know serving the lord in that way then then you need to submit to that like it's really just about what god's purpose for you is and there's beauty in every single purpose so don't feel like you're behind or that you're missing out and we'll talk more about that later on but yeah no yeah because submission is very interesting and it's, it comes submission comes up a lot in the bible and i think what's so interesting about it is interesting in a good way is that it's between jesus and the church like mm-hmm. that's where the marriage comes from like we the church are the bride and right. jesus is the groom mm-hmm. and we submit to god's will we submit to him and the way marriage is modeled is meant to follow that model. You're supposed yep. to love your wife the way that Jesus loved the church. You are Amen. supposed to be willing to die for her. Mm. And, you know, and it's like we as like women, as the bride, and, you know, this applies to our life with Jesus as well, but in specifically like relationships, that whole like submission to like whatever your will is. Right. Not literally, not not to your husband, not yeah. that part, but like that's how it is to God of like yeah. whatever your will is. And mm-hmm. it's, I just find it so cool, like how that shows up and how he instructs like our marriages to be of like the man, like the woman submitting to the husband and like all those things that yes. fall under that umbrella. I love that. I'm going to read the verse okay. just so that we have, you know, the full thing. Cause I think, I think this passage is amazing. This is Ephesians 5 verses 22 through uh, 31. So just bear with me as I read. You guys can pull out your Bible. It's a little I Bible time. Bible. She did pull out her Bible, her new Bible. My new Bible because she bad. <laughs> Shawty is bad. Okay, sorry. I stand you. Okay. <laughs> Ephesians 5, verse 22. Wives, I'm reading in ESV, by the way. Okay. But, Wives, submit to your own husbands as to the Lord. For the husband is the head of the wife, even as Christ is the head of the church, his body, and is himself its savior. Now, as the church submits to Christ, so also wives should submit in everything to their husbands. Husbands, love your wives as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her, that he might sanctify her, having cleansed her by the washing of water with the word, so that he might present the church to himself in splendor, without spot or wrinkle or any such thing, that she might be holy and without blemish. In the same way, husbands should love their wives as their own bodies. He who loves his wife loves himself. For no one ever hated his own flesh, but nourishes and cherishes it, just as Christ does the church, because we are members of his body. Therefore, a man shall leave his father and mother and hold fast to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. I love it. Wait, but verse 32. This is a great mystery, but it is an illustration of the way Christ and the church are one. Sorry. Okay, my version does not say that, but that's fire. Okay, ours were pretty similar throughout, though. Really? What does yours say? Mine says, this mystery is profound, and I am saying that it refers to Christ in the church, which is very different. No, no, it's like saying the same thing. Mine is saying, like, it's a mystery. We don't understand it. I like how it says the illustration part, though. That's cool. that's true. But, yeah, I love that passage. I think it's beautiful. It gets so much flack in our culture just because of the words, like, wives submit to your husbands, but y'all like submission is not an ugly thing it's, submission it's, takes strength 
yeah it takes self-control that's what it is i think submission is equated with weakness in our culture but really it's oppression it's not it's the same way that we as christians should should submit to christ exactly that's literally what the picture is and like you i mean you know i can't speak for every culture but i know an american culture yep you can choose who you marry you choose Mm -hmm. who you end up with and if who you've if who you're dating if you this is specifically to people who are dating like right now we have the option to leave the relationships if we wanted to yeah like if he isn't worthy of your submission Mm -hmm. of your respect Mm -hmm. then one you can pray about it and if god tells you to run then run yeah or two you can pray about it and god may tell you i'm still working on him right now just be patient Mm -hmm. and that can be your answer that's a good point too but it's like i feel like because I struggle with this. I was like, I'm a Boston girl. Like, who do I want to listen to? Nobody. Yeah. But then it's very interesting how, like, God reveals different sides of you to yourself yeah. Yeah. as you grow in relationship with him. Mm-hmm. Because it's not like I'm trying to train myself and be like, oh, yes, I better be submissive. I have to be submissive. I have to be submissive. Yeah. It's like this natural desire to, like, want to be led which is like not i mean you know what i'm saying it's like i'm not like i want to be submitted i want to be it's like i i want to be led by someone like finding a leadership quality in someone like that is attractive that is so so good like we were talking about this earlier which is why we wanted to film this episode today yeah but like finding a like a man who first is submitted to god because that's the most important thing like if he's not submitted to christ then then what are we doing we're about to drop a verse on that (laughs) but like but i think once you find a man that's submitted to god it's so easy to like i mean okay (sighs) that's crazy that is actually bonkers no um submission like submission isn't hard when it's like the person is submitted to god it's not like this like yeah it gets this rap of like this yeah so if he's submitted to god and you have to be submitted to someone you want to be submitted to someone Someone. that's submitted to god so it's like yeah it's like it's it's like you it's like leadership qualities and men that are submitted to God is so like Snaps. needed. It's yes. so needed in our culture, you know? It's so needed. It's so rare too. And we don't have that like because men, while women don't want to do that, men want to, they don't want to, what is it? What does it say that men should do? Love, Love your wives, be yeah. willing to die. But no. Um, this isn't about to be a we're getting on a men moment because we've been talking about the girls this whole mm-hmm, time. Right. But on the same at the, the same time, moment. you have men who run at any sign of danger mm-hmm. who, you know, like don't. What's the word? I don't even want to bring like children into this, but like, you know, like there is a reason why we have so many absent fathers in the world yeah. and like yeah. why women are typically, if there's going to be a single parent household, it's typically going to be a mother that's raising right. kids and not a father. Right. Even though it takes two to tango and create the child that she's now raising. Mm-hmm. Like that is, that is just so interesting to me. I think the devil is attacking the men in our society in this generation. I think he is too. Because being a strong man in our generation is almost seen as a crime mm. i think How he's so? attacking the men because uh, ooh, i could get really controversial right now <laughs> but i just think i just think that like our culture has moved so towards so away from the biblical standard of men being the leader and women submitting and both of them submitting to godly authority yeah it's painted submission as a weak thing where you get on your knees and whatever the man says you do like a freaking dog like no that's not what it is it's like you submit to the man as the man submits to the lord so really everything is coming from the lord it's just exactly it's not it's not an equality issue it's a leadership it's a role issue exactly oh my god women have the role to respect and men have the role to love and protect like it's just a role thing and our culture has made it an equality thing and so feminism has become this whole yeah feminism has become less of an equality thing but more of a let's switch the roles thing yeah i I know what you girl so i think i think satan is attacking the men in this generation that's what i mean by that no yeah oops if it's controversial but i I that's my controversial i think it's real because 
the men to be a real man means to ha- live life on your own terms right. so if that means seeing a child and running because you're too weak to handle it but you're living life on your own terms though and you gotta run mm-hmm. then that's manly that's mm-hmm. masculine like yeah i yeah and i definitely agree that's something that i've had many conversations about with like me learning that it's really not a why do men get to do this and women can't do anything like it's not about like equality it's not god saying one is better and one is lesser right yeah it's like no i made you for this i made him for this yeah same equality just different roles like yeah like adam and eve they just had different roles they had different one wasn't good without the other yeah exactly and you need both to have a balance to keep life going to keep balance up you know yeah so you can't have you can't have one without the other and i think under once i really understood that like it's not an equality issue or that god sees me as less than or that jesus is misogynistic or something like Mm -hmm. once i understood that and that it's more about i made you for this like trust me Mm -hmm. on this one and like seeing that like happen and me walk in that side of myself a little bit more it's been like oh it's empowering it is so empowering because when i try to walk as something that i'm not then i'm walking in my own strength Mm -hmm. when i'm walking in how god made me and who he made me to be even if i'm like that doesn't look like how i thought a strong woman should look right when i'm walking like how he told me to look how to walk then like everything like i it's like it's just a completely different i understand what you're saying heavy like yeah oh my goodness and you can be a wife girlfriend whatever and still have like we're not just talking about oh submit like sydney said and then like you know and this isn't saying anything about like housewives or anything but like you know we're not saying that all women just belong in the house in the kitchen Um, and that's god's element for you because there are some calls that He's put on my life that he's put on Sid's life that mm-hmm. have let us know that we we have some missions to accomplish. Yeah, for but sure. We also very much fit in the motherly, yeah, wivey women, feminine yeah. world. You know what I'm saying? I think this is like, like what you were talking about earlier, like the two sides. Yeah, where it's like you're either a career woman or you're yeah, a or wife, you're cooking and cleaning in the house, and it's mm-hmm. like both. You like you can have both. Yeah, you, it's not that complicated. You can have both as long as. God wants you to have both. Yeah, and just submit to your calling. To him. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because if you're trying to have both and you're not called to have both, you're going to yeah. stumble and fall. Yeah. Yeah. So that was like a bit of a tangent. But we say all that to say that like it is so important when you're dating or when you're looking to date, like to be mindful of the qualities of the man that you're with. Yeah. Because. Does he look like Jesus? Mm-hmm. If, he's, <laughs> if he's not submitted to God, you don't want to be submitted to him. I know. And then it's Unigly like. Yoked. If you. Right. Unequaled because and that's another thing. If you aren't all in in love with Jesus, then who you're gonna pick to date is not going to look like him, and Ooh. you're gonna be able to trust your taste more when your taste mm. is like it. You know what I'm saying? Like when you are in love with Jesus, you want oh everything to look goodness. like Jesus. Yes. So yes. You, like you and him, it's you're not butting heads anymore. Of like God, but I can change him. It's like no, she, you so he, no. <laughs> comes in and he's already who he's supposed to be yeah and obviously we grow and we change and all these things but like i it's just i and i feel like that's what happened with me that like yeah god changed my desires and what i wanted which was him and so now he's sending me people friends everything that looks just like him and i want it like i want to entertain it i want to be the woman he called me to be for these people amen Y'all hear her? Please. It's just like, no. Y'all hear this? Because this is important. Like, yeah, if your lens isn't, if, if you're not looking through a, a lens of, like, loving the Lord, then everything else is going to be clouded. I'm going to read a verse. 2 Corinthians 6, 14. Do not be unequally yoked with unbelievers. For what partnership has righteousness with lawlessness? Or what fellowship has light with darkness? That can go for anything. That can go for friends. But I think that's a principle that we can apply to dating, too. Oh, we're so going to apply it to dating. You know why? Why? Because we have Why? to. We <laughs> the goal of dating is to become one. If you're supposed to be one with someone, this has to be what this is your life for. Like, are you saying that the goal of dating is marry? <laughs> you're not supposed it's to not just date dating. Bro. It's not a hookup. Oh my goodness. 
Wow. Oh my gosh. I oh, love this episode. Me too. It's meant... Hookup culture. Hookup culture is crazy. We're meant to be one and stay one. Like, we're meant to... I'm not gonna... I'm not gonna just outright say, you know, we're meant to just be born and get married. But I was... <laughs> yeah, that's course, crazy. Yeah, no. And that's... I'm not saying that and like, we're not meant to do anything else because we are. But in the context of a dating life, like, mm-hmm. we just... No experiments, no other people we learn about love with. We just... One person and done. Right. But... Uh-oh. She hit y'all with a butt. I was talking about this with someone and I was just like... We were just kind of picking each other's brains with like, how do you think marriage and relationships would look like if Eve didn't eat the fruit? Like, would God still be just putting two people together and they stay together forever? No one would know. Heartbreak. Yeah, would. I mean, no one would. I mean, I feel like heartbreak could still. But it's like under. It may not be under. If there was no. You mean if no sin entered the world? Yeah, because, I mean, heartbreak can happen if two people have to move away. True. You true, know, true. and it's, like, that kind of heartbreak. That's kind of sad. Yeah. But it's no, like, cheating. Betrayal. Yeah, yeah, betrayals or, like, I don't even know how to describe it. But I was just, like. it's a really good food for thought I question. know, right? It's, wow. like, what do you think relationships would look like? Because, you know, they would be birthing their kids or whatever. But, like, Yo. they would be, you know, it's, like, would they just. Like, would you be going through all these different experiments? Because God made it to where he didn't, like, make a bunch of Eves to pick one for Adam. Like, he made one, and then he made another, Mm -hmm. and they were together. And I just, I personally imagine that if the world was perfect, meaning God's design, Mm -hmm. then it would be very, like, we wouldn't be spending our time worrying about our husbands and who we're going to marry. Yeah, And that's, like, what... What's his face was saying with like, where's that verse from? And I was like, Genesis 3. Yes. With like the whole, you'll want to like please your husband, but he'll like lord it over you. I want to see. Yeah. 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 I will sharpen the pain of, this is Genesis 3, mm-hmm. verse 16. And this is after Eve has eaten the fruit and God is cursing them. Mm-hmm. And he says, then he said to the woman, I will sharpen the pain of your pregnancy, and in pain you will give birth, and you will desire to control your husband, but he Oof. will rule over you. Is that not this generation? Baby cakes. Is, Baby cakes. Is that not this generation in, in wow, I'm, the Bible is so timeless. So, so timeless. timeless. Like, literally. Y'all, this is, oh. Our daily, our, our daily, daily siren. siren. This Why? happens in every episode at this point. At this point. No, I feel like last time someone was bagging it up. Wasn't it like a... <laughs> no! I mean, like, wasn't it like a dump? Okay, let me... This is not making it better. Yeah, it was like a beep. It was like a beep beep, yeah. right? Okay. Someone was backing it up. Someone was backing it up outside. <laughs> um, I don't know. I just feel like because of that, like... It would just look so different. But then mm-hmm. I only brought that up because it makes me wonder, like, what is God's, like, what was God's perfect will for, like, marriage? Yeah. Like, was it for us to go yeah. through all these Ooh. people? Was it for us to date for 10 years and then think about engagement and then get married? Like, you know, like, Speak what What do you think it would be? Oh, my goodness. It would be that. Like, quick. As quick as possible. Yeah, oh my gosh. We were talking about no this earlier. waiting, yeah. We were talking about this earlier, too, because we were talking about how, like, both of us are in college, right? Yeah. And can I say that both of us are in mm-hmm. Can I say that both of us are in relationship? Sure. I put that at yeah. the end, but I didn't know if, if you were okay with oh, that. Yeah. I wanted to yeah. check. Sorry, okay, sorry. both of us are in college, and both of us are in a relationship right now. So we were talking about earlier how, like, the standard in our culture is, like, you need to date for X amount of years and do this mm-hmm. and that before you can even think about marriage. Yeah. Dad, if you're listening to this, <laughs> um, stop listening. <laughs> Turn it off now. I'm going to get a call after this episode. Um, <laughs> like, hey, yo. Now I read. But just hear us out. Hear us out. Hear us out. Um, so the standard right in our society is like date for a long time and like, you know, go through a couple people before, mm-hmm. like, you won't, your first won't be your last, like. Or the uh, whole, yeah, like, date for a long time, and then, like, build your, build your money, establish mm-hmm. some, you don't know. Don't grow together, right? no, 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 just, like, you know, just, 
to mm. pay rent on the apartment that costs two thousand dollars yeah. a month yourself yeah. and not get married and okay you know what let me just be quiet no because we're, <laughs> we're, we're so like, passionate people, about this we're so passionate about it i could talk about this all day it's and gonna it's be like, a two-hour episode and it's not even that i i at least i can say for me sorry sid but like <laughs> i am not passionate about this for myself like i mean i am but you know what i'm saying like this isn't like i wish it was like this and internally i'm like i wish i could do this i wish i could do this i wish i could do this yeah it's like i feel this way for everybody Word. like and it was my feeling like this for everyone that i started to feel like this for myself yes because it was like what are we doing people yeah like, what is happening and it's like why is that our societal standard instead of like oh this is what we were talking about we were like i'm so excited ah my heart is like Ugh. okay so we were talking about how christ Okay, an objection that a lot of people say is, like, you are going to change and grow as a person. You, like, if you're dating someone when you're younger, like, we're in college. Yeah. We're not even that young. But, like, I mean, let's, yeah. we're, can, I guess we're still relatively young. Yeah. So, let's say that um, somebody older is like, oh, but y'all are still young. You two as individuals are going to grow a lot. So, you don't know if that's going to be the person. And we were talking about how... Um, we were talking about how in Christ... Sid was talking about this. I was eating it up. Nice. Like, Sid was talking about this. I was like, oh, that's so This true. was just a thought that I had, y'all. I'm not saying all this. Like, this is not, like, Bible. I'm This This is just our thoughts and, like, stuff that we've been yeah. talking about. That's but, based on, like, our like, interpretation. Yeah. Like, like yeah. We're, we're basing it on... Like, even though dating isn't talked about, there's, like, we still are basing it on principles that we've learned. Yeah. And it does talk about marriage. And go read Song of Solomon. Anyway. Oh, boy. <laughs> Anyways, um, so yeah, we were, just, I, we were just talking about how Christ is like our foundation and our the qualities that Christ talks about um, that come from the Spirit are meant to be who we are. Like it's not just like qualities that we put on like a shirt mm-hmm. and then we take it off when mm-hmm. we get comfortable. No, mm-hmm. it's supposed to be intrinsic to who we are. Like that's supposed to be forever solid. Yeah, firm yeah, that's, foundation. That's supposed to be who we are. Yeah. So if Christ, if the Spirit. And, like, the work of the Spirit in us is who we are, then that's never going to change. Yeah. And that's the core to who I am. Like, I primarily, before anything, am a child of God. Like, before anything, mm-hmm. I'm a servant of Christ, period. Like, everything else, my personality, my interests, my my hobbies, the place your I work, where I live, my yeah, appearance. Your clothes, your yeah, like, everything. all of that can change. And so I would agree with people who say that, like, you're going to change so you can't know. Mm-hmm. But, like, the core to who I am, like... That's, that's not, not me. Yeah. yeah. And that's never going to change. That's God. And if you're with someone who, like we were talking about earlier, is submitted to Christ as well. Like rooted. Then that's not going to change either. Yeah. So to say that you can't know because because you're going to keep changing. Like, of course, our interests are going to change. We grow. Like, yeah. But that argument doesn't make sense because even when you're 50 years old, you're still going to keep changing. Like, you're never yeah. going to be at a point where you... And if you are, that's stagnant and you shouldn't very be. very sad. Yeah, so like you always, that's very <laughs> you always want to be at a point where you keep growing, and so like I don't understand that argument because especially I can understand that argument from a worldly perspective, sure. Of course. But as a Christian, like no. who I am is not changing because yeah. that's not me. Like I don't ever want that to change. I only want it to grow because in like I'm a positive direction. Because Christ is in you, not because you're in you. Yeah. And you're cool and everything, but like you're cooler with God. You right. Know? That's what makes you cool. And I was listening. I think I mentioned this in the Friends episode mm-hmm. that I was listening to JP. And Jonathan Bakuda, yeah, and <laughs> he was talking about how, with friendships specifically, how Christians can get so like caught up in like choosing, like we want Christ-loving friends, but like we can't seem to find any because they don't have the same interests as me and blah blah mm-hmm. blah. And he was talking about how cut all those things out, find someone who loves Jesus oh, passionately. Oh, yeah, about this. Yes, like being so picky and being yes. like, well, since they like this, yeah. And then, and when you find out that they love Jesus passionately truly 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 passionately be friends with them yeah make friendships with them make connections with them and then all the extra stuff will fall into place Mm -hmm. i would argue that 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 same thinking can be applied in dating i'm not saying like just date anyone who just look because you know god has someone specific for all of us and he's very particular he knows all your interests and all your Mm -hmm. hobbies and blah 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 but if you approach it with that same mindset yeah then, like okay, then I god yeah. will start to like those other interests and mm-hmm. the extra stuff because it is extra like yeah. all the extra bonuses that make you love a person more those things will fall into place mm-hmm. you know like I, yeah i do that'll all it'll all start to fit because i even saw that with myself with like there are some people that 
I knew, and I just never thought I would ever talk to them. I had no desire to be friends with them. Mm-hmm. We all have people like that. Yeah. But then, like, I I knew that they loved Jesus and I love Jesus, but I was like, oh, they just don't seem like my kind of person. Right, right. But then all of a sudden, it's like, I, we had Jesus in common. Mm-hmm. We started talking, and it was like, it fit. That's and even like how me like, and you what? became friends. Yeah. Because, like, we literally, there was no other interest that brought we us together. We don't have any similar we're actually very different people we are very and it's me and sydney aren't like opposite people that's like the first time i've ever heard you call me by my full name please never do that again okay promise i will never swear take my hand off the bible though (laughs) but because my hand is on the bible right now but uh, like me and sid like we we're not like opposites attract we're just like we're like we miss by a mark. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. The target is like here and like a little archery <laughs> thing. We're still on the board. We're just like yeah. awkwardly placed. Like we don't do any of the same. Like you're no. more of an athlete, but you play like instruments. And yeah, you're more like athletic, and you're like a dancer, girly girl. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like you're not like a tomboy. No, you're girly too. It's but just it's just like a different. different kind of girl. Like yeah, it's very, it's very like I don't know. It's like one one short little thing away. Yeah, from, but the yeah. core the core about us is what makes us best friends. Yeah, like, it's not us yeah it's so it's such a cool thing that's how we started i mean like one of our first conversations i think you asked me like a similar question to like what we were asked today Mm. like the very first time that we talked like after we introduced ourselves and like reminded each other literally yeah Yeah. like we sat down at starbucks yep and she's like (laughs) so boys yeah oh my gosh we should title this god and this boys 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 (laughs) so cool (laughs) yes okay we should do that okay boys 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 I'm gonna cool. do I'm gonna do boys period boys question mark boys exclamation point boys boys boys. <laughs> That's what we're I do love it. it. I love it. I love it. But yeah, um, but yeah. Our first me and Sid's like first conversations yeah. were about like Christ and relationships Literally. specifically, Literally. and it was so cool because I was able to like we were able to talk about things that I had recently gone through that she was starting to go through, and like mm-hmm. that is what bonded us, and then. Yep everything else oh so you play this instrument oh so yeah. you did this oh so you you know do that and those things were cool but like mm-hmm. if she stopped doing them it wouldn't really matter to you yeah. yeah it's cool learning about other people's interests like i think if you have that core thing in common i think it can be a little different with relationship like dating wise mm-hmm. marriage wise because i think it is kind of important to have some at least similar interests yeah do you think so uh, depends maybe on more, what interest we're. If we're talking about like yeah. hobbies, then no, like no. But I mean, like maybe things that you enjoy to do in life, because those can be points of like bonding. Things that yeah, yeah, things that you do together. Agreed. Like, ooh, could we talk about attraction? Attraction? That's a big word. Because you no, mean no. lust, or do you mean no, no, like... no attraction? Like genuine? Because okay. because I feel like in the Christian sphere, so there's the worldly dating, right? Yes. And then there's, there's Christian, Christian dating. dating, and I feel like the Christian dating world has made it like. <laughs> Has made it like almost like a desperation type oh, thing. Child. Like if you find someone who loves the Lord, even if like you know you gotta right. go for By it. Any means necessary, get him. Like, like if you're not attracted, like I feel like attraction is important. Yeah, and what the like thing you're is, not desperate, babe. Just yeah, like you know. He gotta look good. I yeah, mean, he gotta, gotta bring him home at one point. I mean, <laughs> do you really? Okay, do you want your kids to like you know? <laughs> Y'all should have seen the way my jaw just dropped. I did not know she was going there. No. She just said, do you want your kids to be ugly? No, no, I didn't. <laughs> I literally did not say my that. My jaw just hit the drop. I just literally. The no, no, no. No, no, no. I did not say that. What I'm saying is you need <laughs> to think. You need to have forward thinking. If you, like, <laughs> this is what you need. No, this is Brie in a nutshell. No. She's always thinking about the next move. Like, always chess. You have to be thinking 10 steps ahead of people. <laughs> oh like, when gosh. you meet him, you need to figure out do, do I want my kids to look like, like that? But if the Christ in him trumps the. <laughs> attraction can grow. A- attraction can grow. You know yeah. what? Because if, like we said before, if you are full, your heart is fully set on Jesus, mm-hmm. like, fully, fully, fully fully set on jesus then 
he may not change the other person, but he'll change the desires inside of you. And what yes. you find attractive, can who you find attractive. Yeah, it may not be that you're so attracted on the outside. It could be what's attractive to you about him is how he leads people or yes. how he talks. Yes, You know, yes. like... This is what I meant by attraction. Yeah. Not, not just necessary. Like, yes, external is important. Like, you want to yeah. enjoy who you're looking at. But, like, <laughs> yeah. but also, you like... multiply it all. Like, girl, <laughs> that's not even what I'm talking about. Like, <laughs> personality qualities okay i'm qualities. fine did you hear the way they talked about who was jacob's wife leah and rachel oh you're right they were like on that gross no okay no okay you know what let me just be quiet because now i just feel bad <laughs> but like also up uh, uh, on the uh, on the um idea of attraction is that like beauty is vain like that oh my what is so funny Bro, how do we get here no i was just gonna say about and you're like beauty is vain well i was just gonna say that, like because with attraction like don't only go based off attraction is what i was gonna say yes and you that's know? the difference between how the world dates and how christians date. yeah that's what christians i meant christians date from the inside out and Ooh. no and like the world dates from in. the outside in mm-hmm. and it's like it's very much and that's how you get to unequally yoked situations yes. because what are you picking from like out of your are you picking him because he's cute mm-hmm. are you picking her because that's gonna fade right Gosh. she's pretty or that um i don't know even like you know she has a degree or like right. she's smart is that why you're picking her is because she's making a lot of money he's making a lot of money like right what is it about this person that you're choosing you're choosing on the outside and that's why on the outside people in the world can look like they're getting along just fine because, mm-hmm. oh, he's making money, she's making money, he's cute, she's cute, they're right. doing this and he's doing that, and it's all great and fine and dandy. Mm-hmm. But once real issues start to come up and we see, oh, his core values and my core values Don't or worry. the different religions and the Ooh. whole, who is he praying to in a time when we're yeah. like in the hospital, it's like those things really matter really matter really matter like physical attraction is important don't get me wrong but like i just want to encourage y'all that it's not everything honestly because don't date out of desperation and be like well like there's two sides of it like don't be like well he's a christian so i'll just like no you don't have to settle make sure you're attracted to somebody right you're not in a rush yeah you are not in a rush it is important but also just remember that like attraction like you're not gonna be happy your entire life because someone looks cute. I promise you, it's yeah. not gonna make you happy. You need, you need, a, you need substance. You need someone that's genuinely gonna bring you joy. No, yeah, I'd argue like people get cuter as they, like as what you're attracted to about them like becomes more evident. Oh yes, you know, like so if you if they're if they do something or have a certain trait inside that you love then the more they do that trait, the more you're going to be like, wow, this person is awesome. Whether it's like, oh, <laughs> yeah. he takes care of me or like yeah. he he's a great leader or like he, um, I don't know, like things that are inside or he's really patient, you mm-hmm. know, like fruits of the spirit. He's really joyful. I love that about him. Like the more you experience his joy or her joy or whatever fruit it is, mm-hmm. the more you'll be like, wow, like, I'm attracted and that is where that is where a different type of I feel like a different type of love starts to form Mm -hmm. because me and you were talking about this with like in the world those I'm sure those marriages are great fine and okay Mm -hmm. but it's like you don't realize it's a counterfeit until you've experienced real love from someone who's from God and someone who loves God more than you do Mm -hmm. because then when they like when you see those fruits of God, someone you love come out from someone mm. you love, that love that you have for them, it yeah. grows like so much more because it's like you are exuding the joy that comes from our Father that I love, that yeah. I want, you know? That's how it's meant to be. It's, it's like so he says, love your wives as Christ loves the church. Like it is literally supposed to be a manifestation of God, of the love of God. Yeah. And I feel like, yeah, I feel like people in the world, unfortunately, don't really get to experience that yeah but we want them to yeah i just them to i think i think the love of god is just so unmatched and when you're both submitted to that and you both experience that you don't you don't settle for any for anything less yeah so i think another thing we were talking about is that talking about relationships in the world is that um there's this idea that 
that relationships are very transactional and it's like a marketplace exchange. Yeah. And it's like, well, if you give me this, I'll give you that. And as long as you're putting in what I need and I'm putting in what you need, then we'll be okay. Right. And then once someone stops giving, then I'll just find what I need from someone else. Ooh. And that's where cheating enters. And that's when, okay, you don't benefit me anymore. Let's end this now. Or let's find someone who does feel the need. Right. And that's just not... Yeah. It's not transactional, y'all. Because God's love for us isn't transactional. Sacrificial, not transactional. Exactly. It's supposed to be service. It's supposed to be a picture of Christ's love for the church. You know? Yeah. Giving himself up for the church just like a husband is supposed to do for a wife exactly submitting to god like wives are to do to their husbands it's it's a picture of of this beautiful sacrifice sacrifice Sacrifice. beautiful sacrifice and just exchange of of love and it's not you shouldn't be going into a relationship looking to gain something i mean obviously there's things that you're going to gain but i wouldn't encourage you to go into a relationship hoping to always be taking right it should be a mindset of wanting to give yourself to somebody yeah. and to serve somebody so much just out of the love you have for them without expecting anything in return. Yeah. And if that person has the same mindset, then you will get things in return. Yeah. You will get things unwarranted. Yeah. But it's just like, don't go in with the mindset that I need this, I need this, I need this. And that's but what like, what are you giving? That's, yeah. that's what, because that, that shows up in our dating relationships and that's why it's so important because that's who we become one with that's an ex- almost like an extension of us mm-hmm. but that is how we are like that's how other people see christ's love who aren't who don't know him you yeah, know who yeah. aren't walking with him you know mm-hmm. like that love that we have in our own homes and who we're dating right. that shows up in our friendships that shows up in how we serve our leaders that shows up in how we serve ourselves our families and mm-hmm. like our friends everything outside of that too yeah and it's like though it starts i mean of course it starts in the home mm-hmm. like it that's where you're that's who you're gonna be with most of your life meaning right. like most of the time that you are alive you'll probably be with that person <laughs> yeah and so because you'll be with them so much if that relationship isn't that picture of like not not a perfect picture but like you know like a picture of service and wanting mm-hmm. to serve because it's it's not even about like you it you guys already being there it's about you guys at least wanting to get there if you guys Mm -hmm. want to get to a point where you serve each other and you love each other and you do that like that's what we're talking about like the desire to do it Mm -hmm. and then carrying it out that's what people outside of you guys see that attracts them to christ right yeah that's beautiful yeah this is this is such an important topic i'm so glad that you asked this question um well i'm so glad yeah i'm talking to you you know who you are. Yeah, the, person, <laughs> the person that asked. Whoever asked this question. Yeah. But yeah, I just it's, it's it's such a great thing. I think relationships are such a gift from God. And yeah. I think it's something to be cherished, but something you need to make sure you're prepared for. Because mm-hmm. sure. I was talking to this guy and not like, um, no, it, it was like a, I was, tell, I was telling him about something or no, was I talking to him or was someone talking to him and they told me that they were talking to him? I don't remember, but a conversation was had, and that man was like, he was like, dating should be the hardest thing in your entire life to do, and I was like, somebody understands, like, they finally get it, I was like, dating should be a sport for you, I'm like, it is. I was literally about to say, but don't get the idea that from all of this, that it's going to be peaches and roses and perfect. It's literally because that, because it's supposed to be this, that's what makes it so hard, Mm -hmm. but that's why the world's way is so comfortable, pick on the outside, and Mm -hmm. then ease your way in, and then when you're done, just go yeah right you, there's no commitment there's no the, obligation eating like, the fruit you're done with the seed just throw it away get another yeah, on one on to the next one on to the next like no that is not what we are called to do yo it's hard work it's a job instead of work like you go day from and night <laughs> like a dog <laughs> with a pot nothing you ever touched I work day and night <laughs> yeah it's just like you go from like your whole life thinking about only yourself to having to think about someone else it's and like consider them hearing you to have a kid <laughs> why are you always so... talking about kids no but it's so true I mean, this... okay Guys, how many parents trying to tell y'all hey, hey. <laughs> no 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 roles reversed <laughs> let's calm down 
<laughs> but as I was saying, I feel like so many parents are literally like when they talk about having kids, they're mm-hmm. like, that is one of the hardest things because it's no longer your time. It's their time and, yep. da, 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 and how much sacrifice it is. Mm-hmm. I feel like dating someone is like a not like an intentional thing of preparing you for a kid, but like that same type of like responsibility. Yeah, it's yeah. like in a smaller scale. It's just like how mm-hmm. people get dogs before they get kids. Yeah, okay. I like that analogy. Okay, yeah. It's like when yeah. you date someone, it's like okay, you have to sacrifice. Now they're old enough, though, so you can kind of leave them alone. But it's yeah. like you know, yeah, a lot of like service and sacrifice and stuff. That is so true. There's like like oh my goodness, yeah, that's a really good analogy. And it's I feel like, like that's why people get in relationships and then they get more in touch with their um like motherly or fatherly like Mm -hmm. side you know what i'm saying definitely like you see i don't know it's like you know what i'm talking about i know exactly what you're talking about girl you know i know what i'm talking about yeah i know you know what i'm talking about (laughs) (laughs) like literally and it's like these are like i feel like those traits just like come with being with someone like that service and then i don't know it's just a beautiful like little path that Mm -hmm. you know gets you to the end goal it's really cool i think it's beautiful when you find someone that like you can see yourself with and this is what we were talking about like the core of us doesn't change it's like i feel like i know i know the core of this person it's like i don't really need to be of course there's fear and doubt but it's like such a confidence in in who is inside of both of us not even confidence yeah. in ourselves because we're gonna mess up yeah. we're gonna do hurtful things like there's going to be i guarantee you there's going to be pain there is going to be tears there's going to be Man. anger and be more tears in these relationships than it do when you right. do it right yeah i mean I'm not saying that if you're doing it I'm not saying if you don't have tears and pain then you're not doing it right but right. but it's just real life like <sighs> there's going to be tough stuff dude and like there's going to be real struggle. There's but going it's to be like, temptation. There's yeah. going to be, you're going to see your friends, college girls, who get to do what they want to do with their man and leave and feel no guilt about it. They yeah. have no shame. But we just no be shame. like bawling to each other after. No. <laughs> I don't know how to pray. I just can't pray. God is in the middle. <laughs> we like one wrong move. Like yeah. we literally, oh yeah, we charge that. But um. But yeah, like literally, me and Sid will be sitting up here and we'll be crying ourselves to sleep. Like, <laughs> oh my gosh. And it's, we're not even, I'm talking about like satisfying your flesh in like yeah, every yeah, way yeah. possible. Like when you get in an argument and you just get to yell at them because that's what y'all do. That's mm-hmm. just what y'all do. That's just how y'all argue, just yeah. how y'all communicate. You get to just say everything that's on your mind and then leave and then y'all make up later and it's all good. You get like you see your friends, you see you hear it in music, you see it in movies, and I'm it's not ever like I'm like, wow, I wish I could just cuss all my friends out and the person that I'm dating out and just be like, yeah. Oh yeah. It's not that. But it's you see how easy they walk it's through so, life and you yeah. almost feel envious, but then you look at the fruit you get to have mm-hmm. and the seeds, those little baby dead fruits they get to have. Right. And you're like, you know what? Holding my tongue is worth it. Because yeah. I love this person. Holding, yeah. making sure that I'm carrying myself in the right way mm-hmm. is worth it. Honoring their bodies, honoring them. Like, everything that I'm doing is worth it because I love God that much. And God is like, God loves them that much, you yeah. know? That's why it's so important to make sure that the qualities that, like, for example, the Bible talks about being a godly woman and what that entails. And the Bible talks about being a, a godly man and what that entails. Yeah. It's so important to make sure that that is core to who you are before you get in a relationship. Because if it's not and it's just something you, you know, you put on when you feel like it and it's just qualities that you exhibit at certain times. I promise you that in moments of pain and anger, the real yeah, you is going to come, come out. out. So you're going to be disappointed. You're going to be sad. And if, if you're with someone who is truly, like, submitted to Christ, you're going to hurt them. Yeah. So you need to make sure that you are fully submitted and that you have fully internalized, like, those qualities as who you are. So that in moments of pain and anger, you don't react in your flesh. You react right. from a, from spirit. the spirit. Yeah. You've developed that self-control and that self-discipline to do so. And yes. Yeah. Because, and like, I mean, we're talking about all this. Me and Sid, like she said, we are in relationships right now. And... Uh, man oh man <laughs> like the our relationships are so not perfect in so any way perfect. shape or form like we have i would say i would say that our bad days are probably other people's best days mm-hmm. but our and that's 
saying like because we have jesus like, yeah because it's not because of us it's not because of us it's yeah. because jesus has changed the way we argue so the things that we get upset about are maybe things that other relationships don't get upset right. about but like our standards are very different like like me and sid's standards are very different in comparison to the rest of the world mm-hmm. because christ is at the center of our relationship yeah and he has been the only one that's worked through all the hard things we're not saying if you like if a guy struggles with like i don't know is if he's struggling with something or she's struggling with something that really bothers you or affects the relationship that's not a sign to leave just because oh that doesn't look like it's honoring god you know yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah be yeah. there help and stay but i can only say that if god is telling you to stay yeah you know mm-hmm. like pray about it to your calling yeah yeah like pray about it because who and that like goes back to the question like how do you balance like having both Mm-hmm. Like, you have both when one is supposed to be... Like, when you have your relationship with God, mm-hmm. and that is set as your firm, 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 first love foundation, then who you're with will be supported by Him. Yeah, You know? Amen. And things won't just be easy. Things just won't just, you know, work out just because they work out. Mm-hmm. Like, all the time, it's going to be smooth sailing. It's like, no, it's going to be it's hard. Be tough, yeah. But you'll know it's there because God is given you the grace to handle that specific mm-hmm. relationship because yes. if it was anyone else you would not and you don't have that grace yeah to run you know? i think like i think being in a godly relationship is all about walking in the same forgiveness that christ forgives us with and this yeah. goes for friendships too but it means walking in the same forgiveness that christ gives us it means walking in the same grace that christ gives us it means it means a higher elevated healthy level of communication yeah. to where you're not aiming to hurt the other person right, but you're aiming to love them with yeah. your words yeah like, even when you're angry like it's just such a different mindset than like yeah. all and this comes a lot from like our episode prior we were talking about or two episodes ago we were talking about music i think music is so hurtful to the way that we view relationships and, and the way movies. we communicate and talk to each other yeah because all we see is like when you're angry you yell yeah and that's just like the expectation mm-hmm. like she cussed you out he cussed you out no, uh, get over like, it later right and it's like no words hurt like yeah, and you can have a calm loving relationship or a calm loving argument in a relationship like i was listening to this one couple who's getting interviewed and they were talking about how like and they've been married for like 30 years now mm-hmm. so they've been together for a long time and they are like yeah i think they're like in their 50s i think mm-hmm. so they're relatively young and i think that no no they were like um every time we argue we hold hands like we just hold hands to remind ourselves that we're on the same team yeah and so that we don't say anything that hurts the other person because we're we can't play with an injured teammate you know Mm. like we have to stay together you know yeah your dating relationships can look like that like you can date someone and when you argue you learn how to argue in a way that honors god yeah yeah i think that's 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 really good a cool part about like being in a relationship um i guess at this age is like learning at a young age how to communicate and yeah that like grows with you so as you guys mature in your relationship it just becomes the standard it's not like yeah it's yeah it's like the expectation Mm -hmm. like in their relationship if my hand is not held while we're arguing like really huh like yeah like they're confused like what happened yeah so yeah those standards definitely change um sid is there anything else that we should touch on at least in this episode because we want to do an episode on singleness yes by itself just because yeah 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 it's a big topic we can talk about her (laughs) yeah we just want to kind of mention at the end of the episode like don't like Yes, we're talking about dating and how great it is, but, like, singleness is also its own beautiful calling, and it's not something that is lesser, and it's not something that's inferior. Actually, it's It's quite the opposite. It's different roles. Yeah. It's equal, just different Yeah, it's like what we were talking about earlier. So, I found the verse. 1 Corinthians 7, verse 35. No. Okay. Verse 34. Okay. All right, so this is talking about the benefits of singleness. So I just want to put a quick little caveat at the end so it's not like we're not like acting like dating in marriage. It's like yeah. the end-all be-all. So um, 
So this is 1 Corinthians 7.34. And the unmarried or betrothed woman is anxious about the things of the Lord, how to be holy in body and spirit. But the married woman is anxious about worldly things, how to please her husband. I say this for your own benefit, not to lay any restraint upon you, but to promote good order and to secure your undivided devotion to the Lord. Mm. So, Undivided yeah. devotion to the Lord. Who wouldn't want that life? That's why we I were, wanted that life. That's, right. <laughs> that's what we were talking about. Just make sure your relationship with God is secure and your purpose is secure before. Mm-hmm. And in your relationship, like, remember that, remember that, like, I don't know how to describe it perfectly, but what I'm trying to say is you don't know what tomorrow holds. Mm -hmm. And so even when you're dating someone, even if God, like, tells you the promise that, you know, you're going to be with this person, I feel like it's still wise to move with the James 4 mentality of, like, if it's your will. Like, because then... Mm -hmm. We can take things into our own hands and be like, oh, well, I'm going to be with them anyway, so. Right. So I can just, might as well do whatever I want. And it's Mm -hmm. like, no, God didn't give you that just so you can like, you know, (laughs) right. Like it's, he's lending it to you. You are Mm -hmm. borrowing it. It is not yours. That is still his child. Oh, that's something you told me. Yeah. Always view your your partner as a child of God first. Right. Before you view him as yours. It's Mm -hmm. the same way that you are a child of God before you're his partner, you Mm -hmm. know? Mm -hmm. So um yeah right yeah Yeah. just remember that because you just don't know what tomorrow holds and you know at the end of the day this could be really sad but like you could be dating someone and it just ends whether it's by tragedy or by like just not working out because christians can date and then it just doesn't work out and you know that's still possible Mm -hmm. so you know at the end of the day you'll have to when we die we have to tell god and report to him like what we did with what he gave us right and if marriage is your call and that is your full 100 percent only call in life serve and do that very very well with all your might right because i believe that god can give like women men whatever like that specific call mm-hmm. but if god you know has called you to marriage but he's called you to other things mm-hmm. don't neglect your other things just yeah. for the marriage because right. you'll have to answer for all those things because mm-hmm. a marriage can end at the end of the day when we die we're not going to be married there is no marriage no. there's no i marriage cried when i heaven. found out that huh i cried when i found that out yeah me too but then i realized that my desires will be different in heaven. yes i'm true. not gonna want to be married in yeah because i'm married to jesus yeah so i'll be happy oh <laughs> yeah okay this was a long episode. This was long. But I hope y'all enjoyed it as much as we did. Because this, 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 I think this is my favorite episode that we've done This so was far. so fun. I love, I love this so much. Yeah. We could definitely do a part two. I feel like we could talk about... We can talk about it, tips and... Yeah, we, yeah, we could do a whole episode on this. On things we've learned in relationships. Yes. Because boy, boy, oh boy. Boys, boys, boys. <laughs> boys, boys, boys. <laughs> Alrighty, y'all. So make sure... Thank you so much for the question. Um, yeah. Please ask more. Yeah, we ask, love them. That was a great question. Yeah, ask more questions on our Instagram at Holy Girl Hotline, and if it's a really deep, heavy topic, we might even dedicate a whole, whole episode, episode to it, like just like this. this. Yeah. So, yeah. but if not, then we will just answer the question at the end of the videos, like we usually do. So, yeah. yeah, follow us on Instagram at Holy Girl Hotline if you don't already. And thank you so much for your patience over the past two weeks. I know it's been crazy with yeah. traveling and all of that, but we back. But we're back. It's always good. Yeah. It's good so thank y'all so much uh we love you guys keep praying for us please yes continue to go out and set the world on fire and be a light for amen why are we like this (laughs) see you guys next week (laughs) this sounds so depressing (laughs) see you guys next week bye bye